0: It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Awesome. What's up? What's up? Oh, it's just me again. Oh, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. It was nice when Brandon was here with me, but that only lasted for a couple of days. Hi, welcome into episode number two, as in episode number two of the week of Jobbing Out. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster. He's Brandon Linton, and he's... Not here anymore because that's the way it works now. That's the way it Aaron, works. Aaron, I
1: think I just saw what you saw. Yeah. What? It is. Well we'll get into oh, oh, the, it. List of it's, the it's other bloodbath. Yeah, well
0: yeah. I mean okay. Well a, a new it's... name
1: was just a new one.
0: Oh. Alright, we'll talk about it in a second. Hi. AJ's not here, but you need to tune in Sunday night for WWE's most wanted treasures, ten o'clock on A and E. He's been doing the media rounds this week, making a lot of appearances. He was on the bump. He's been doing a bunch of other things, and uh, he was on some show on the USA Network the other night. You might have heard of called NXT, which seems semi-significant, and we yeah. will see where that goes from there. And the truth be truth be told, this is a complete. This is a straight shoot that we're about to do. We do not know where that's headed. We knew a lot of things that were going on with AJ over the course of the last year. We know some things about, like, we weren't surprised to see him hanging out with Swerve Scott. But we don't know exactly where that's going.
2: Uh, I'll say this, and I've had this this uh, asked. I do think that counts as a an- character appearance for AJ Francis the first in character debut
0: oh I, I think I it, mean, based yeah. on
2: what we yes. do
0: know yes, yes exactly yes. And well
2: I just wanted to address that because I've had that asked a yes that did not That was just random what, what we know is that
0: one. does not that's not just utterly random sure we can say that right much. he's
1: not just a random background player here. but
0: but where it goes from there we will find out the same way you will and frankly AJ might be finding out the same way that you are so <laughs> yeah. um, that's that All right, uh, what the boys are alluding to, we did all of our WrestleMania talk. We did all that on Monday. If you missed that show, go back and listen to the extra show that we did for you earlier on in the week. Um, I'm sure there will be things that might still pop up, but we did everything in our power to handle everything that needed to be handled on that show. We have not talked about AEW on this program in a month, it feels like. Um, At some point during the course of this show, that might come up, although... I'm not exactly sure what's what real weird bit where they pre-taped this week's episode. Like, I don't know what that was all about. That was, it was, it was, it's a lot. Maybe it's, it's just because I'm in the business, but by God, it's very alarming when they do that type of show. Like it, it's like good matches and it might just be nothing more than we only had Mike Tyson for one night and we're trying to make the most out of it. But for the first Wednesday that you weren't up against somebody really would have been nice to do a live show.
2: So I, I'll, I'll say there were so, some of the things that we complain about, like, were missing because they had a chance to clearly, you know, some of the miscues things were out of it when they taped it. So in some ways, it was a better yeah, show. But, but I, yes, I, I, I disagree, agree with you in general. I
0: disagree with you. I don't want to spend too much time on AEW right now because it's not the headline. But like the bit where they have Alex Marvez in one place and then three minutes later, let's go back to Alex Marvez, who's <laughs> utterly somewhere different because they're just piecing things together. They filmed at different times. I, I just... I don't get that. I don't get why that was the strategy. My gut tells me this was all entirely about Mike Tyson. This was, we, oh, have, we, have, right. we have one night with Mike Tyson. Let's try to get two shows out of it. I hope it's not, hey, we don't have live competition anymore, so we can just be lazier moving forward. I, hope, I would be surprised. I hope that's not this. the case. All right, uh, so the lead story happened just uh, minutes before we started taping. That is that we are dealing with sort of a uh, bloodbath again in WWE, literally one year to the date of uh, last year's uh, complete sh- cuts that we were related to the pandemic at that time. Sure, some of this might still be related to the pandemic. That is certainly possible because they can't tour and they can't make money in all of the traditional ways they've been able to make money in the past um aaron would like to do nothing other than talk about billy k for the entirety of this program well, not just billy k now oh i didn't even the see the iconic oh both really peyton royce. Yeah, peyton royce. Yeah. okay yeah you made it seem like it was a bigger deal than it was i'm not i'm How not dare you i'm not How trying to no no, no. i'm not trying to i'm not trying to in any way be negative towards billy k or peyton royce who are great and i'll never in my life understand what the thought process was but that's sort of the problem here, right? Like they, I don't understand what the thought process was. I'll never get it. I'll never understand it. But at this point I can't really be surprised by it because it's pretty clear. They never got it. So.
2: Well, there's, there's been surprise and just wrong and it doesn't have to be surprising to be wrong. And we should acknowledge that the iconic's, were some of the most important people in WWE.
0: Not important. I disagree with you okay. on that. They talented, best, yeah, talented. Yes, all of those things. Like, but the, but there is a distinct difference, right? Like, the one. Okay, so of the list of names that was released today, um, if you want, there, there's no Rusev of this group. There's Samoa Joe in that. You know, he again. This goes back to the. Should they have been doing more? But they weren't. Samoa Joe was a, as an announcer. That's what he had become. We hadn't seen him wrestle but in an eternity. But we don't know if
1: it's injury-related. Like, we, we don't know any of that. By the way, he was a great announcer, though. He was a great yeah. announcer.
0: I don't disagree with that. But he wasn't a relevant week-in, week-out performer on television. None of those well, people were released I today. mean, again,
2: again, he... I mean, you could make a case that he was the best announcer that they had week in I, and week out. I don't out. know that I disagree. No, come on.
0: Oh, I yeah. actually don't disagree with that. I'm not nearly. I, I completely you, disagree. You, he's
1: fine. He's not the best announcer they have.
0: I mean, do is you that because you're Corey? a grave? I mean, there are a lot of people that are Corey Graves sycophants. I am not. I think he's good. I mean, I, I just think he's good, right? Like, I think he's good, and I don't think he's a lot more than that.
1: But I don't think Samoa Joe's, like, two times better than
2: Corey Graves. I mean, I think they're both. No, I, I, I think he, but I do think he was the best they had. I'm, like color wise,
1: yeah, I got to be he's honest. He's not better
2: than Tom Phillips. He's not better than Michael
1: well, Cole. He th- doesn't do what
0: they do. He's not a. He's Joseph. he's
1: the I mean, lead... best announcer.
0: Okay, I mean, you're you're <laughs> you're really going <laughs> to far the to lengths to split hairs, man. Sure. <laughs> like I I of of that role, I tend to agree with Aaron that he was the best of that group. And frankly, if he's healthy, I don't know why he wasn't performing again for what it's worth i don't really understand that but it's clear they did not have that vision i thought that samoa joe could be used and i i mean this in a it's going to sound negative i thought he could have been used in a big show way for a few years which is you can always turn to samoa joe to get you through for a little while and then go to whatever the next thing is that you want to do they kind of did do that for for a little bit but i thought that could have continued for five or so years
2: I mean, it, this it, again. He was great when they gave him a chance. They just never really gave him many
0: chances. And look, I'm not I, you know he's 42. I'm not trying to like oversell sure. that. I, I, this is not. This is nothing like Rusev. It's nothing like it. Rusev is the greatest miss in the history of WWE, arguably. Um, this is a bummer because Samoa Joe is really good. It's a bummer. I don't get it. And also, let's be let's be fair. We don't know any of the other stories related to any of this, right? Like we sure. don't know if if Billy. Kane I hope
2: some of the. I hope it turns out some of these guys requested
0: that. And we, that's the point that I'm trying to make. We or don't know or them. a
2: couple of them are bluffs that are
1: being called and on rework deals or whatever. You know what I mean? Because we we saw a couple of the, those last year where it seems like we can piece together that maybe people just came back for less.
0: Uh, and per, that their perhaps were a little too
1: well. like like you could argue that if Samoa Joe was on a full-time performer contract and he's an announcer, they said, you got to take less. He said, no, they release him, but maybe next week all of a sudden he's back on SmackDown or something. You know what I mean? As an announcer. That, or he said, I want to wrestle, and they said no. And,
0: right. and wait, wait, it would
1: be crazy. Things.
2: By the way, if he can wrestle and – Oh, know, no, it I'm with the you. craziness
1: of it, 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 it does, all. Does, it does not Especially make sense. Especially considering the main angle on SmackDown. It's un thinkable that you don't use Samoa
2: Joe <laughs> well it's unthinkable you don't use Samoa Joe as but you know this, this goes back to you know goes back 20 years when re- you know Randy Savage could wrestle and they're like now nah, we'd rather have you
0: as an announcer no, it doesn't make sense I agree it completely doesn't make sense it's a bummer I
2: guess that was 30
1: I, the- I want to say a couple things about these names just because I think overall well first of all do you guys agree overall generally not a very big surprising list no, Generally. Blake. I, Blake would
2: be the one. Why? Really? Why? I mean, they they had a big storyline going around him for the better part of a year. Not.
0: Not really. When? <laughs> like, no, you're thinking of Murphy. You're right. I was thinking of Murphy, I and I did say, the what? same
2: thing, so it's okay.
0: What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I
2: was thinking, I was absolutely thinking of Murphy. You're right. All okay, right. so like,
1: exactly. okay, let's just here's the list. It's Samoa Joe so far. Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Kalisto, Bo
2: Dallas, and Wesley Blake. And there's a bunch and of. Bo Dallas is another one that is absolutely unforgivable. There's a, but there's a bunch not of surprising. Different, there's,
0: there's a bunch of different things in there. Like, is it weird that Chelsea Green, like, was only that's... here for a little while and seems to have something to offer and is already gone? Like, yeah, that's weird, right? But again, this is where we don't know what the other sides of the stories might be. like We just don't know any, enough from... I never like commenting on this type of stuff because there's a lot of people that have a lot of opinions. I'm fine commenting on like uh, two things. We had this conversation with Rusev a year ago. I'm fine with commenting on it is damned weird that everyone else sees why the Iconics make sense and WWE never did. It's unbelievably weird that that never played out. It's unbelievably weird it it's not it's not comparable to Ru- we'll never it, I'll be dying on my deathbed I won't get it with Rusev I'll never get it it really truly is one of the great misses in WWE history I think this is a miss but I'm not trying to to oversell what a miss it was they're likable they're 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 pleasant I don't think they're the greatest performers in the history of Pleasant They're something we really enjoyed we enjoyed the iconics a great deal we don't think that they are you know, pun intended, iconic wrestlers, we think they're good, solid performers and that they should have had a role on a TV show, especially when you introduce an effing women's tag team division. Um,
1: especially when you have the win- them win the belts at WrestleMania to an enormous pop. Correct.
0: Like, it, it <laughs> makes no sense that from there they were just like, yeah, we have no idea. Now, I'll give you something here. Did you ever, did you ever watch, either one of you, did you watch at all Total Divas at all?
2: Yes. Very little.
0: There was an yeah. episode where they all were like on a trip somewhere and they and invited Grace was kind of an asshole. Well they invited them, but they just they did not like, like they showed up, they did not gel in any way and they left really quickly. And this is a while ago. This isn't something that I think has anything to do with them being released. But it's the was type it the of...
1: Ronda trip where they were all at Ronda's house, or there was something? I don't where, like literally everyone Brandon, was there.
0: Right? I I barely yeah correct. Literally everyone was yeah. there, but I barely watched. Like w- I never barely paid attention as I was watching. But I remember they, that. Yeah, it was. I awkward. remember they that laughed. standing out to me. I remember that being like, wow, that's really kind of weird. And it didn't. It it made me wonder. It just made me wonder. They came off as being a little more. Cons- a little more yeah. conservative than the rest of the group. Like it, it just always made me wonder: is is that something that's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about that makes there be awkwardness? And I'm not trying to accuse them of something you know,
2: that that could be reality TV, though. We got to acknowledge. No, they didn't.
0: That, of that, Aaron, it's almost the uh, exact opposite of that. They didn't play it up at all, which is what uh, yeah. made it so much weird. I I
2: just you know, I, I'm seeing, I'm like, seeing, it was, you know, again. It, you it was see, you it was such a
0: weirder what the things they try to do on that show, you know what they're trying to do. This was the exact opposite of that. Almost like they didn't want you to notice it. Like hmm. that they they didn't want to make it a thing at all. This was not like a story Like they didn't have a line. confessional with Natty saying No, well, the there was n- there was nothing about this mean. that was a story. This was just something that kind of happened in the background and it just made me think about it a little bit. That's all. That's just Ew. made me think. Um, you see
2: tweets some of the other women right now who say that you know Billy Kay is the you know best part of being in the locker room hanging out with her so you know you got to well, take that. Well, she might of be the
1: Drake Maverick of of this. Let's like that might happen too, right? Like sure, she might. Not I, have, I, but 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 let me just say this: based on what we've been seeing on TV, to me the most surprising of these, if we want to really pick about like in general, the list is generally not surprising, but. Pate, or, um, Billy Kay was on TV every week, so in that sense, yeah. it's a little surprising. But not Samoa really Joe
0: doing what? anything.
2: <laughs> no, but still, like there's all these people that are not on TV. I, I was gonna week. say they they have done a lot less with a lot of the women in that locker room.
1: Yeah, and and okay, the other one that I think is sneaky surprising because I think Samoa Joe, we already said what we think that you know he was a regular announcer he was very really good. There's got to be probably something else going on there. The other one that's sneaky surprising to me, because the rest of these I think are all par for the course, what we, what you would expect if you're cutting talent, is, um, is Chelsea Green. Because it seemed like they wanted to do something with her, and then she got severely injured. And it seemed like she was about to come back off of that injury, and now she's released. So to me, that either seems like an ask. Or I you know, it's really confusing that you never really debuted this person that you
0: clearly were yeah, going I mean, to try to right. debut. It's weird. it's weird, but again, this is what I don't I never want to comment too much on that because we right. just don't know. there's we know so little and we act we act very aggrieved when these things happen. And I get it like it it's a bummer. And I think it's more appropriate to say it's a bummer and to comment on the part that we do know, right, which is like, Remember um remember what I said about the Otis thing once upon a time where like the only thing interesting about they took away all of the interesting parts of Otis and so there was just nowhere to go like it's it's very clear they didn't they, they had no plans at all for Otis at the time like we can reflect back on it he's still here but like it's pretty clear they they didn't care at all about heavy machinery that was obvious that it didn't do anything for them which makes no sense Otis would be better off today just being a part of Heavy Machinery still, being in a tag team that people would enjoy watching whenever they performed, and having never gone through any of the stuff that he went through. It didn't prove to be good for Otis. Obviously, it didn't prove to be good for Tucker. That's, That's abundantly clear at this point as he's gone. Those things we can reflect on, but why they got released... It could be anything. I mean, it
1: could. And by the way, when you have a tag division where Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode are the tag team champions, I think that's a valid argument because you can't say it's not like they got pushed out because there
2: was no room for them,
1: right? There was plenty plenty of room. Would absolutely
2: be in the SmackDown
1: tag
0: picture. And 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 you know, and the shame of it too is that this is the type like in a world where they're doing house shows to some extent. Not, I'm not even talking about the world that we think is gone where they're doing you know like no or all house shows four times a weekend. But even if they're doing any house shows at all, Heavy Machinery is the quintessential house show tag team. It's the...
2: Not just house show tag team, the house show opener. The first thing you hear when you walk in. You come out... And and all the kids lose
0: it. Exactly right. The kids are all into it. it. It feels like you're watching real performers perform, and so you're excited about it. You're happy to be there. They are the quintessential house show tag team. So it's a bummer we don't have that, and... Yeah, it's just a bummer, it's a bummer that's all I'm going to keep saying, this is a bummer and that's all I can give you, it's a bummer I'm disappointed, but none of it, I'm, I can't feign like I'm shocked by anything that occurred today so far if, if later on today we see another name on it after we finish recording the show, I will be happy to be shocked at that point, but right now it's very difficult for me to pretend like I'm shocked by any of this that being said we start looking forward Right, unless there's anything you else you guys want to say about this group of names
2: um not necessarily this group of names I'm, I'm very the one name in particular I think we have to be watching out for is Aleister Black and all this if this is really about budget cuts and if he's disgruntled or whatever mm-hmm. his name should be on the list
0: I mean he hasn't been on TV and again this this would be another name that I wouldn't be able to be surprised by it would suck because we like Aleister Black and we think he should be there but how could we be surprised if Aleister Black ended up being on this
1: Tucker list? Tucker just, just tweeted, "Freedom, baby!" So and, and that goes. I back mean, to, well, yeah.
0: Yeah, dynamite observation. How's that internet doing out there in Vegas, pal? How's how's that all going? You froze up on us Dude, once again.
2: Some of the internet, some of the internet here is just terrible. Oh, honestly, God, yikes.
0: All right, uh, let's talk about what has happened. We obviously haven't gotten to SmackDown yet this week as we tape this week's show, but we do have two shows that are in the books already. And, and, a, and a couple of things that really stand out on me. I think that NXT actually was a bit more significant as a show than Raw was this week, and the reason I think that is because while not screaming it at us, we got to the thing that I thought we were getting to going into WrestleMania week, which is they really did seem to set up carrying Cross Santos Escobar moving forward as being a program. Now, does that get screwed up in some way by Kyle O'Reilly when he comes back next week? It seemed like they were letting something linger that that's not done yet between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, which I think is a mistake. I don't think you go back to that after the match you had. That seems like something you wouldn't do. But showing that video of Adam Cole screaming out Kyle O'Reilly's name, unless that's about we're going to take Adam Cole away for a few months, which that doesn't make as much sense as we all thought he was getting ready for a call-up, why even do that if you're just moving Adam Cole up?
2: I don't know. I actually, I want to go back to to what you said at first. Do you think that they're setting? I mean, obviously Santos Escobar is being elevated in some way. Do you think it's right to carry and cross?
0: Why did they have him work with Carry and Cross for so long if they weren't doing? I think all you're of too this? hung
2: up on that. What, I, don't, I
1: don't. I think what was happen, the point I don't of think it? It's obvious.
0: Why is that not obvious? What was the point? Because
2: there's too much other stuff happening. What other stuff? The, the, the point was literally put them both in a high-profile match. Like I think that was legitimately they point. They had
0: interactions backstage. They had the whole deal. All of it made sense for them to go that route. You had and Cross come out on the first show after this pay-per-view, and instead of having someone else come out to challenge him or to assert themselves as being the guy that wants the next shot, they literally did nothing. Which makes sense because Santos Escobar wasn't in a place yet to be that guy. They had to take care of something else. Why else would it make sense for them to do an entire first show, their first Tuesday night with no competition, and not introduce something for and Cross unless it's about cleaning else, cleaning up something else?
2: I, I think it's about Kyle. Yeah. Kyle's not on the show.
0: I, okay, now combine that with what I asked you about, what they were doing with Adam Cole. Combine that.
2: That I don't know.
1: This
0: is why it doesn't make I think sense it depends
1: to me. on when the next takeover is, too.
0: Well, the next takeover... Or,
1: or special event or whatever the hell.
0: Okay. But, but, again, you're not addressing the Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly part of this.
1: No, I am. It depends on what the next... If there's a special NXT before the next takeover or if the next takeover is sooner than we think it is... Then I think we're getting another Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly I
2: mean, death match. The, the thing. special footage they showed was them still yelling at each other.
0: Yes, yeah. so I mean that's
2: happening. I, I, yes. I'm 100 percent convinced that that's happening. Which, which I, again, I, is which, the opposite. Which would, which would go against the the Kyle versus Karrion thing.
0: Yes, yeah. that's the point. But
1: but but like Karrion Cross could get a random number one contender match winning person too. I'm not convinced. Okay, are, are you saying? Yeah, they could do a match. Sure, I, I'm not convinced they're doing an entire program. They could do a match.
0: Well, I don't know why they. I don't know why they wouldn't do a program. I have no because idea. Because it's
1: they... too weird. The two guys. Why are, is that not... too
0: weird? What is weird about it? There's no
1: it? face and there's no heel. They've only been
0: doing that's all they've done for the last year. Is no face and no heel. What's the weird part about that?
1: Well, if you're gonna have fans, who are they gonna cheer for?
0: They're not gonna have fans. They've made uh, that yeah, abundantly clear.
1: Well, I mean, when are they not gonna have? Fa- I mean, at some point they're gonna have fans. when
2: i don't think they're going to have fans until well into the summer like well right this could be well into the summer i mean we don't know when the next takeovers aren't every
1: month they're like every four months right two to three months generally
0: they've always they've been doing one in june they did when did they do in your house last year they
1: did it 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 was it was probably june yeah but was that a real takeover or was that a no that was that was not a wednesday night show Okay, uh, that but was Halloween
2: same. Havoc was correct.
0: Yes, Halloween Havoc okay. was a Wednesday night show. In your house was not.
2: I, it, it could also be Finn, by the way.
0: Just rerun Finn. I mean, it could be. Like, I'm not saying it can't be. But what is the purpose? What? Why are we lingering with Finn Balor on NXT any longer? And For if it same was the
2: reason he was on NXT in the first and, place, and
0: again, if it was just going want... to be, if it was just going to be Finn again, why not have Finn on TV on your first Tuesday night?
2: Just to sell that, you know, Karrion Cross is is you know a monster. I'm okay with
0: that. I mean, it seems so like we're it seems like we're going way, to absurd Dave lengths. Dave
1: Meltzer is reporting that Alistair Black is about to make his return, and they're filming vignettes.
0: All right, well, good. I mean, okay. that'd be great. That would be wonderful. Wait. If that's true. Um Look, I'm not saying it can't be any of these things, but it seems awfully redundant for that to be the case. When you did the work for something that's fresh, new, and interesting, you had a big star-making moment for Santos Escobar, then immediately had him drop the belt afterwards. Why in the fuck are you doing all of that if it's not to elevate him immediately into the guy that they literally had him already teased working with? What? Why are we going so far to not acknowledge all of that? I
2: I, I think for me, when my the hard parts about it, which was the hard part when they first started working together, is I don't know what Carrion Cross is. I don't know what they want him to be going forward. Oh, and and by the way,
0: I think that's a problem for Carrion Cross, but it's unrelated yeah. to Santos Escobar. It's well, a, but, no, but,
2: but, it, it is related. related in, yeah. Why? In, in that, if, unless they want Carrion Cross to be a face, a definitive face his first title defense cannot be against Santos Escobar.
0: But You're working under the assumption they keep Santos Escobar the same way. I think they see Santos Escobar as a star, and in that way, I don't know how committed they are to him as being a drastic heel. And again, I think that's why this all works, is because they can loosely define who these people are right now. Now, I think it was what was awkward was when they have that moment with Karrion Cross coming out on Wednesday night. They've got a bigger Karrion Cross problem by not defining what he is. He... Yeah comes into the arena to kick off NXT on Tuesday night, and the crowd doesn't really know how to respond. It's supposed to be a big moment, but they don't truly know how to feel. They think they kind of like Karrion Cross, but they've never really been told that they should. They're just sort of trying to, like, it, it's big, and it, and it feels like it matters, and he's got a cool entrance, and that's all good, but we've never really been told that he's anything. That's a problem no matter who he faces. Like that, No matter what, they've got a carry and cross problem in that they're just trying to lean on him being a star instead of leaning on him being one way or the other. But again, to be fair, that's what NXT has been for some time exactly. now. That's what NXT it- is. NXT is currently... Very few defined faces and heels, right? By, by the way, I just want to reiterate
1: I wasn't saying they're not going to do Santos Escobar. I'm just saying they don't have to do Santos. Like you, it, you it said, seems they don't like have an, to do this. Well, oh, no. It
0: seems like an it. awful lot to do to not do that. It seems like you're doing a lot of work.
1: Well, I don't know if you know this, but Roderick Strong at one point.
0: Yes, I'm um, very aware. They can screw plenty of things up, and I can react to it. That, and, and no, I, this would not be nothing like that. It's one of the biggest <laughs> failures ever. Um, but it's, it's weird, and you can't, you, you can't ignore that. It's weird. You're doing an awful lot to not do the thing that seems to be the thing that you should be doing. To your point, it doesn't mean that's definitely what they're going to do. There's no doubt. It's just as of right now, with the evidence presented, the most logical thing that they would be looking to do moving forward. And awesome, these guys are great. Let them go work together. Santos Escobar has proven he's ready to be a star. He's ready to be a big fucking deal. Whether that Aaron, whether that's as a heel which is what he had been for some time or whether they try to line up with the fact that they think he can be their next latin superstar that we talk about so frequently and 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 what that means for the market that might mean that they look at him and say we want that guy to be more of a face it didn't work out with andrade right like they tried that route with andrade it didn't work out that way dominic is certainly being reeled in after they gave him a big push to start they want to have big Latin stars. It helps them to have big Latin stars in those markets. I think they want to throw themselves after Santos Escobar and tell me in any way why it doesn't look like he's a guy that would be capable of doing
2: anything. Well, oh, he's well, What you're describing now is is yeah. not he's going to carry and cross. Is he's, he's going, going to? Well, you're I mean, he's going
1: to It's an option.
0: It's, that's an option too. I'm not well, suggesting. And
2: that's how I, by the way, that's how I
1: took Tuesday was that I think there. Because I think we talked, probably not on the show, but I know we texted about how we were trying to figure out if this is going to be a traditional, like, people coming up, and I guess Raw would suggest it probably isn't, but we talked about how there's well, they, always at, that
0: in the past they actually did it in the second week they didn't do it the first all
1: because of because of raw because of smackdown because of the change because before well no it was even raw, even Monday. even
0: even the brooklyn year remember that was what made the two shows so awkward the next two nights is like we had to do shows remember that's when they did the worst main event in the history of raw the <laughs> right. raw that we were at yeah. But it was like, we but have they to have a couple of debuts, no, didn't they? That they, they no, have... they, they do the returns. The first week oh, is when they do the returns right. okay. and then the switches are the following week, right? Like that's God, when they, God. they go about the roster. Now that doesn't mean they're doing it or not doing it, but sure, if they're going to do it, Santos Escobar could absolutely be on the list. It would seem to make sense that you'd want to give him a, you know, a, 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 a title, a, a big title before you make that jump. But you know, you well, want no. To do what it, I was going to say
1: is, we talked about on the text how there's always that guy, that or woman, woman or man who you're like, well, they had more to do in NXT, and they just dr- they just drive them up to the roster. You know, there's a million examples of like, yeah. yeah,
0: but but most of those aren't going up there to be stars. They're going up there to be filler. The the people that you're talking about, the people that seem like they like have more. Like Riddle. I mean, I didn't really know that Riddle had much more to do on NXT. I mean, I, never won
1: the title. I mean I'm just saying like people that we would have expected to get a title run that didn't and just got pushed up uh, to the main. The, roster.
2: Those don't those don't typically happen in the spring. Like Be- those Becky are like the never fall. The those those are the fall shakeup call ups. Generally, I'm just saying in general, there's a list that, like I
1: you'd have to go back and pull every sure. list. But I feel like there's a list. There's been like two really obvious people that you knew were going to do it. And then there's been like one or two that you're like, wait, they just were on NXT for two weeks and now they're on the main roster. Like, I feel like Santos could be one of those people.
0: I'm not, look, they absolutely could be thinking that way with Santos. It's totally possible. It just, again, why do all that stuff? With Kerry and Cross to then just well, ignore it,
2: but they they did kind of put a bow on that with Kerry and Cross beating all three of the the people in one match. Like it's not like they left but something I think open But ta-
1: No, they did do something weird after that. Though. There was didn't he like there was, run into him backstage Yes, there or was
0: more. They didn't just leave it alone after that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but they did not just leave it alone after the match. They they continued to engage interaction between the two of them as if something was coming. And again, that doesn't mean it has to. I to make that very clear, none of this means nothing of what I'm saying means you have to do something, and Lord knows they don't think that way. We know that for sure. Is that's not the way that they operate. But why do it to not, especially with the further work that you've done from there? To the other points, if if you are again, there's so many things here. If you're moving up Adam Cole, of course it would make the most sense to put Kyle O'Reilly into a program with Karrion and Cross. That's the most logical thing to do, but. Based on the footage that we saw on Wednesday, I don't know how good I feel about the idea that they're just moving on from Adam Cole right now. It seems like there's something lingering at that point. So had it not been for that, I might lean to you and say, look, you've you've got your program moving forward. Kyle O'Reilly's now the top face on the show because he overcame Adam Cole, and so he immediately moves into the championship picture. But... I, I don't know what to make of what we saw on Wednesday on I keep saying Wednesday night, it's gonna take me a while. I don't know what to make of what we saw on Tuesday when it comes to Adam Cole. I think we all assumed if Adam Cole lost that match, it's because he's going on to the main roster, right? That was that was kind of the assumption that we all made. And yet here we are.
2: I I, I think the other thing just about call-ups in general is that uh... You know, for all we know, the uh, calendar could have changed. We saw it last year where they I mean, obviously last year was very different and everything, but we do know that the you know beginning of the season in October, the season premiere with the draft and everything, they do want that to be a different, uh, a bigger deal. So we've seen more call-ups in the fall than we have in the spring. So when when we're talking about this, we do have to take that at least a little bit into consideration, but I'm of sure. course we only have one year of this, so we don't know for sure.
0: I mean, Sure, that's always the case. But again, why why have that big Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly moment to then just have to just do it again or like what? I
2: mean, we we saw this
1: with with Gargano and Cham. No, and, 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 big I, moment. and well, By and, the way, that might going. not be the big moment. Like maybe the big moment's coming. Like maybe there's.
0: But Kyle O'Reilly already matches. won. <laughs> like, that's... No,
1: maybe there's three matches. I
0: mean, was... Gargano the won the first
1: match. First match.
0: Okay, well then, that all of that means still that Kyle Riley's not moving into the championship picture.
1: No, well, eventually, just
0: but n- not, right not now. Not through. That's, you're talking about three big matches. How long is that going to be?
2: I mean, he they moved the title into that feud in the middle of those three matches. If we're comparing this to uh, Gargano and Champa. Yeah, that's true.
0: Okay, so you think they're taking it off Karrion and Cross? I
2: mean, that would be I have insane. no idea. I mean, that that's what insane. I'm saying. Like, we're go,
0: we're doing a lot of work to like try to come up with some other you know scenario. Kerry and
2: Cross is probably just going to
1: lord over. Well, wait, you wait, wait. He here's Yeah, the... and That might Honestly, be the answer. Wait a second. Here's the thing we're not thinking about. What happened last year?
3: What
0: I mean? What do you mean?
1: What happened the last time this ha- problem was a thing? They just
0: stripped they threw the titles they... and
1: put it into a tournament? <laughs> no, they brought someone in from Raw and SmackDown.
0: But that was, that was, that's that, what's going to that happen. No, that was a I'm little bit later. That was right. a little well,
2: bit later. Who, who did they bring that? in
0: last year? Oh, Finn Balor. He's saying Finn. Yeah, they,
2: I mean, they brought in Finn Balor eight months before he won the title, or he, even right. entered the title picture.
1: No, my point is they needed a main event star, and they, they brought one in. I think you easily move Shinsuke Nakamura in here. And you make him in carrying across a story. I think you do something like that. I don't think there's, I, you know, if you unless you're doing the Santos Escobar thing and you're just going to burn it off. I don't think that there is a legitimate main event contender for him. Right? Well, no, there now.
0: is. His name's Kyle O'Reilly. They just <laughs> no, have... but he's tied up. Right, like. like <laughs> That's why all until this is so until weird. Until he gets to
2: Adam Cole, there isn't somebody.
1: Well, but right? that's why. I, I, I mean,
2: there there are people you could. Like, if they hadn't immediately done this thing with uh, Champa and Thatcher, you could have put Ciampa right in there for a maybe match. Maybe they
1: throw L.A. Knight in
2: there.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a million things they could uh, do. you going to have
1: to run. By the way, and, and I know people disagree with me about this. I think when you make someone like Karrion Cross a champion, I think he should run through
0: like I don't dis- fifteen I don't, people. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily disagree with that. Like I I I think there's something to that, but I also don't think that means you just start throwing random people into those matches. I don't I don't think that's the case. Now, you know, somebody might say, Well, I think Santos Escobar is random, except the work they've done says it's not, right? Like he he both interacted with him and got a huge win. At a takeover where he looked like a million dollars. Those are two pretty significant things that L.A. Knight, for example, does not have. Or that even, you know, Bronson Reed, who looked cool at the end of the night on Tuesday night, doesn't have any of those things going for him at the moment. I still think you do the thing that actually, like, is logical and makes sense moving out of it. But we will find out. We will find oh, out. Oh,
2: there, There is one other name that, again, if they're just looking for, you know, how when Alistair Black started, he faced Lars that first time just to kind of establish... Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn would be a perfectly fine and, and,
0: like and certainly has been in the mix and, and could be an option to, to the go. The only for argument a you would
2: make is he just lost the, the his
0: champion. Well, but
2: so did Kyle O'Reilly.
0: Yeah, I mean he did. He did. And then Pete Dunn turned around and got a he got a profile victory at a at a takeover. So that's significant. That that can't like be. Like the ignored.
1: guys they're building would be like swerve, you know, they're building well you're
0: basically saying the people that were in that ladder match is essentially the group Velveteen that you're talking Dream
1: about. is still around. Is he? Is he,
0: though? He's <laughs> still on the he? roster. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't shock me so. if his name dropped today. So. To be
1: Roderick Strong. Yeah. They're doing something with Roderick Strong, right? There's, oh, there's yeah, something. So not, this. He's
0: definitely not just retired. That's definitely not the right. case, but we'll see what that is. All right. Um, from Raw, a couple of things. One being, um, I, I really wish that it wasn't Mason T-Bar. I would be so much more into the idea... <laughs> of a Hurt Business that had legitimately those two dudes being a yeah. part of it. Um, it's bizarre as fuck. I mean, it's just... Th- this goes to the... it the, the things that I said you could always get away from, they're not getting away from them. I'm going to end up being completely... Not, not wrong in theory, but wrong in practicality. They could have still saved all of these performers. They clearly have no interest in that. They just... This... The Donovan Dijakovic thing will go down in history as another one that will never make sense, but they clearly don't care. They don't think anything of him. They're just going to keep doing this dumb bullshit forever until they decide they have no interest in him <laughs> any longer. I mean, like Until they,
1: they get released on April 15th per, of 2022.
0: Th- 100%. Like, that's, that's all that's going to happen, and it sucks, and I wish it wasn't the case. But how much more would you have felt at the end of the night Monday night if it had just been those two guys – coming out in that situation instead of these you know these cosplayers
2: i I I tweeted that out like you have dominic djokovic show up in a suit with the hurt business and that's a billion dollars right there
1: yep wonderful i'll I'll tell you what would have shocked the shit out of people and every i i don't know how you're going to react to this but people that are actual stars i'll tell you what would have shocked the shit out of people is if it was kofi and xavier
0: yeah, we're not ready for that. Let's let's no. ease up on all that. No, we're no, not no, ready, no, 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 no. and there and they're I know that the, of, of any of the times to do it, it's a time where you're not touring, right? Like I get that, but and there's
1: no New Day right now, and you can always come back to it. Well, there is no a new real day. New Day. I know they're the New Day, but, but you that know still
0: what I... matters to them because they sell gear. Like they True. still sell New Day stuff, um, and even though they're not touring, they still sell it. They it matters even if it's not all three of them together. They still want that to exist. So I. It's a hell of a thought, but nobody's ready Uh, for it just yet. I just
1: thought it was such a – because of what they've done to those guys. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. It was such a fart noise for that to be –
0: I mean, they've been
1: losing for –
0: It's all they've ever done. They've just gotten their asses kicked. They've just gotten their asses kicked. They've just gotten their asses kicked. By the way, I'm
1: pretty sure they were in the locker room where Drew McIntyre came in and called everybody pussies. They might
0: have been. I don't know. (laughs) Who could possibly remember? I mean, I mean, it
1: was it was those kind of people, so... Yep. I mean, they're big, so because they're big, it's... It, but you're... By the way... They've been big forever. <laughs> it's never... It's never made sense to me. Like, aside from the fact that Retribution was just a complete mess, right? Right. It's never made sense to me that these guys are like Predator or something. Like, they're like monsters. Like... Why do they growl and like act like they're aliens and so, like cuz Vince tells them to. Correct. Like that makes it so I think I told texted you guys it's it's new ascension basically. Like but like the bad version of ascension that debuted on raw not the good one that was in NXT. Like I don't I don't understand why feast your eyes can't be a thing. Why can't that be a thing? It was over, right?
0: Uh, dude, I I don't
1: Big I, guys doing crazy the other things guy, is good. By the way Dio Madden's never done anything, so like I, I, I'm I not saying he's bad or good. I don't know. He's just a nothing to me, it's just because I haven't seen what Dio Madden that's not Mace can do. You know what I mean? Other than it be a commentator on Raw. So like I can't make a comment about him, but Dominic was
2: great. So I, I just don't get that. The only, the only thing you can hope is that next week, MVP says you can't look like that if you're part of the Hurt business, now and they, that's how
1: oh. they do it. Listen, I did have that thought. If they make that the story, I think that could be cool. And they have them removed it. Like, we, you look like fools. What? Look, this is what the WWE did to these guys and yeah, just comes out. I mean,
0: there could be something there. There could be something there. I'm, I'm terrified that's not where they're going. But, like, there could be something to it. And it would do a lot to help this situation. Um, Charlotte is back. We knew she was coming back at some point. She's back. By the way, she looks different right it's like, it's super thin. yeah i didn't i don't know i don't know what that's all about but she's she's back and that's relevant because it's charlotte and so we'll we'll see where that goes from here um the viking raiders are back so there's that i mean i wish i could. I mean yeah, I, i'm
2: happy to see them
0: right and the problem I, i'll be is... honest
2: like i kind of forgot they were on the roster
0: hundred percent one hundred percent But here's
2: why that's a good thing look who has the tag
1: titles I mean, these guys could feasibly work with Omos, right? I mean... I
2: I think you want him to be dominant for a little bit, and you don't want to feed the Viking Raiders right to them. No, but
1: ultimately, that could be like a good opponent for them.
2: Sure.
0: I mean, sure, sure. I don't disagree with that, but it's not exciting.
2: And we didn't get to talk about this for Mania. I'm very curious in the way they take AJ and and Omos going forward. Because that was an interesting match. And I, they weren't on Raw. And well, they were, was Seamus. and
0: they were absolutely working his faces. There's no question. Exactly. They were one thousand yeah. percent working his faces <laughs> against the New Day, <laughs> which was which was really strange. And it suggests that this can't. It suggests they imagine almost as a face, and that at some point AJ has to that has to break. But I don't really know that we. That here's the the real problem with that is. I don't know that almost really is a face other than we just wanted to see him in the match.
2: And, and I, and that's why I wonder if they, they pl- kind of figure out what to do with them for the next couple of months. They try out a few things, possibly working face, possibly working heel, just kind of figure out what works going forward. Besides that
0: first match. Yeah, uh, I got a bad feeling. I got a bad feeling about, it. I got a bad feeling. That was a, a thing that worked one time and doesn't, Really ever work again? Like that's just a bad feeling. Which,
2: by the way, is fine as long as they figure that out quickly.
0: Yeah, as long as they don't spend eight months, you know, trying to force something that's not there. I don't necessarily disagree with that. They're um, gonna
2: spend eight months tripping
1: over themselves and then do Omos versus Braun Strowman at WrestleMania, and then you'll probably never see him again. Well, well no, I no, I no.
2: it'll 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 be Omos versus Shane, so Shane can go <laughs> oh,
1: off something no, even no higher. No doubt,
0: no doubt.
1: And th- and then that then they will remind you that he was part of Raw Underground after ignoring it for a year.
0: I guess we're gonna get more of the Miz and Damian Priest. I I guess that's the story. I- like I'm starting to fear Though they're
2: teasing Miz and Morrison. They are yeah, teasing it a little bit,
0: too. but it that seems more like a. I'm starting to get that fear that Re- Wrestle that WrestleMania paybacklash really just is WrestleMania paybacklash. That they're really just gonna run back as much as they possibly can for another pay-per-view to try to drag out the WrestleMania brand and get as much value as they can from the brand name being attached to it. Um, well,
1: the, tr- the trick is if you're going to call it that, it's really weird to not do that.
0: right? Yeah. Like, in a way, that's, I guess yeah. what it should be if you're just going to say, but, but I don't really like that idea. I, no, I don't
2: never. I mean, now it's always been the problem. It's like, it does. It makes WrestleMania less special if you're just going to do the same damn match a month later. And
0: and they're not right. Like there's. I'm trying clear- to look at
2: last year to see how many they repeated. Like there's. Well, n- I think Money in Money in the Bank. I think came after it last year. I think.
0: But there's not going to like. Obviously, Bad Bunny is not going to be there. Right. Sure. Like they're clearly going to be doing something. We say clearly. We presume they're going to be doing something else, where it's it's likely going to be uh, Edge versus Daniel Bryan instead of being. It's not like we're suggesting that everything is going to be the exact same. So, if
2: you told me that was a triple threat again, like yes, it was. They, re- by the way, did, did did you see that weird uh, Adam Pearce interaction uh, right after the match? No. So, oh, and I yeah. had kind of point. I I had kind of pointed this out that it, it was interesting the way that. Roman positioned them for the double pin also resulted in edge pinning Daniel Bryan. Someone pointed it out on Twitter. It was Charles Robinson who was the ref, right? I think Charles Robinson was the ref for that match. He responded to somebody on Twitter saying, well, because of this, you know, this is why it was a double pin. Adam Pierce responded with, "Uh, come see me in my office on Friday. Okay, so, but that, that and
1: he cool, also, and he also yeah. tweeted this retweeted the person that said it and said, This is interesting. But
0: that that suggests they would just do Roman versus Edge at Paybacklash. There's really no argument at that point for Daniel Bryan to be in the right. match again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like which which again still fits the Payback Lash theme. Yes. But is slightly different and finally does the Edge versus Roman Reigns match that they seem to be lying. T- and basically, and again, as I alluded to on Monday because of the reaction that they got at WrestleMania it makes it way easier to go back to that now but it speaks to why it is that it's so insane that they ever inserted Daniel Bryan because it's pretty clear the edge redemption story would have just worked fine with that crowd they literally made him a heel and they still lost their minds for him so it's it's one of the more bizarre stories ever but whatever i mean like,
1: unless they were trying to tame the response of him losing why would you want that what do you mean because they don't want p because and because they want you to participate not shit on the show there's a
2: difference between booing within the context of the show
1: and shitting on the show
2: but i think that would have been booing in the context of the show that would have been genuinely upset that edge lost not losing your mind because it's you know roman reigns versus brock lesnar in a match that you don't want to see
0: yeah those are different things they are they're they're very different things there's no doubt about that all right let's spend a couple of minutes on aw here um just because it's been a little while i am are are you guys convinced that this is going to be like a false flag thing with the young bucks and that they're going to quickly jump back out to set up bucks and brothers this, this this reeks of that to me
2: if they didn't just do that I'd be more inclined. And, and you know, I, maybe I'm just giving them too much credit. And I, yes. I probably am giving them too much credit here. But, like, because you just did this in the fall, I don't think you should do it again. Whether or not they will, we'll see. But, like, that would be what, to do it again twice in six but
0: months. But what is the point of having all of these guys together otherwise? With all due respect, like, the 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 Good Brothers immediately become afterthoughts at this point. Like, I... I don't know what the point of having all of these guys together is in a company where there's not enough room for all of these people to be doing relevant things. And you could say, well, Hey, they'll do them in impact. And like, I, I get it. And part of the problem is I'm, as I've said a million times, I'm not willing to watch other shows. I'm just not, I don't have enough time to watch any more shows. So if the answer is, well, it's about having, you know, two guys who are running things on AEW and two guys that are running things on impact. Like, O- okay but there's a really narrow group that that makes sense for
2: i don't know if necessary <laughs> the tricky thing is like we we view the good brothers as an aew act when they're not an aew act yeah they're as- there as as we- no no I-, I know they're there but like i don't know that they necessarily think we have to do something with the good brothers here just just kind of trying to get into their headspace a
0: that's a bit. bigger problem then like it's a bigger problem to put somebody on a show every week and make them a part of storyline and to think, yeah, but we don't actually have to do anything with them. Like that, that's that's I don't disagree. That's Taz's crew. <laughs> like, like that's 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 what they are as a company. You know what I mean? Like that, they are the. We'll have a million people to do something with six of them. It, it's it ain't great.
2: I mean, down the line somewhere, if, if this isn't just a, a, you know, swerve for the sake of swerving, which is what it would be at this point, which I hate so fucking much, even if you hadn't done it uh, six months ago. Why do you hate that?
0: Uh, Tell me why you hate that. And, 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 and explain to me what, what you think the swerve was last time.
2: Well, I mean, they... they... I, I guess Swerve in that case was wrong. But they, nah. they turned him then heel for three weeks.
0: Right, and that was horrible. I'm that- not nobody's debating that that was horrible, but this is a, a swerve is totally different. This is a we're now trying to make you believe we're we're on your side only to screw you over in a couple weeks. That's an utterly different thing than a, a horrendous turn.
2: Yeah, and, and I guess like I can't get past the fact that they just did that six months ago.
0: But those like they, but they keep doing, th- th- Those are two very different things that we're no, talking they, about. No, but they
2: were telling the story that, I mean, granted, yeah, it, it's a different storyline, but in practice, it's the same thing. They're making the crowd believe their heels only just to reveal them as faces again. Like, I, I don't like that. I, I think that's... But that, I don't, I mean, I don't saw, think this is... about. Was, wait, wait. wait. I, I think it was damaging to the Bucks six
0: months Well, ago. it was damaging Bucks, but that was a different thing. You're talking about the crowd. I don't think they're trying to get the crowd to believe that they're turning heel. I think this is about trying to get Don Callis and Kenny Omega to believe that they're heel. I don't think this is a, a prolonged thing. I think this is a very brief thing to set something up, to, to try to lure them into believing that that you're doing something I, else. I need
2: I need a few more winks and nods to the crowd in that case. Uh, I don't know if John Moxley will like that
1: very much. Let's <laughs> say beat the shit out of him last week. What do you mean? The Young Bucks beat the shit out of Mount Moxley last week.
0: But then but then obviously at the end of the night we're on his side. They, were they? last week? That yeah, was they what said on his
2: side. Was... Or was it last week or two weeks? Whatever. They turned it was, on him at the they... end of the
1: match and like killed yeah. him at the end
0: right they were we being were not on his side they were being very uncomfortable they were very they were but they beat the shit out of him first wait 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 leave. hang on Ru- le- weeks must be running together here they were very clearly together last no! night last night they were Let's very clearly guess, last together were about last week. so so what am i missing what is am- he's, he's
2: basically saying okay so you, so the young bucks are destroying john Moxley. Just to, trick, to get to one on over Don on Calis. Kenny and Callis,
0: yes, correct, one hundred percent. Well, why do they give up? a shit about John Moxley? John well, Moxley, John Moxley can be, might give a shit about them. They might, that's, but that's they, John saying. Moxley, John Moxley is a singles. Per, uh, you can say he's got a tag team partner, Eddie Kingston. He's a singles performer. That there can be collateral damage in all of this. Like, there can be there collateral be, damages. There,
1: there can't be if you're going to just let it laying and they're not going to react. I mean, that's you're burying other people for the benefit of a story that's kind of okay.
0: Well, don't, why is it okay why, for Jon Moxley? You think that buries week? John Moxley?
1: If he doesn't react to it, it does. I mean, fair. You got your top baby face in the company and they just double-crossed him and beat the shit out of him last week. And he's just like, all yeah. right, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, if you're
2: saying Santos Escobar needs to go after Kerry and Cross, you know, the John no, Buster's I mean
0: I, under, I understand. I, Bucks. I, whoa, 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 those are two different things. You're you're trying to no, do an act. No, they're they're completely different. I'm saying that he doesn't have to go at Santos Escobar doesn't have to go after Karrion and Cross. That's not a storyline thing. It's a you've done the work to suggest that's where you're going next. This is a completely different thing. This is an in kayfabe fabe thing that you're talking about. Now, the point is relevant, but it has nothing to do with the other one. It's a relevant point that within storyline, if you attack someone, they should want to come back after you. I get that. And not but just it's- attack, but
1: he was their partner, and he was helping them in their crusade, double-crossed him. Beat like super kicked him like three times or whatever. But John Moxley
0: is also a psychopath. And if John Moxley was in on it the entire time, that's not that crazy. Wow.
2: And, and you ha- you'll have to tell that
0: story. Yes, Here's you the, do. That's yeah. the
2: one reason I'm not sure if they're laying that out because you do have face tag teams lining up against the Young Bucks coming out every promo and saying that. And it's a weird thing to do if you're going to turn them in two weeks.
0: <sighs> I guess. I mean, I. I, I guess, but this goes back to there being two. Who, who among them seems like one that right now you're supposed to be doing something with?
2: There's well, I, I don't know if you have to do something with them right now. I mean, well, I'll, I'll be honest. Obviously not right now, but if this lasts a while, I think there is absolutely something in Page and, and the Beaver Boys against uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. I think there is something there. Like, that that promo got me, and, and part of it is because I've been all in on Page and, and i really enjoying... Uh, Silver's work and all that.
0: Um, Silver and Reynolds'
2: work. I like them, don't get me wrong. I I, I think there's, uh, not in this very moment, but if you tell me that in the summer you've positioned all of those, you know, you've elevated the Beaver Boys enough, obviously Paige, you don't have to elevate at all. Right. I, I think that could be something that gets you through the summer.
1: They also made the point of stressing that best friends have the most wins of any tag team or whatever that whatever line that was last week they made a point of saying that and featuring them prominently and all that you know they pinned Miro and Kip Sabian last week um, yeah I, I mean I I think they're keeping them relatively prominent as well
0: All right. Well, either way, this becomes a problem because the other problem is the one where you don't you don't have anything for a group of five individuals to do, which became painfully obvious as (laughs) as the the inner. You just don't. It's not there. There's nothing that makes that interesting. And by the way, involves your 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 title being in that picture, too. You, don't, you can't make that group of five individuals in- interesting in any way. There is no reason for them all to be working together, as they prove, Unless right? Unless are going to add them to the... Unless it's going <laughs> to be a three-way blood and guts match, right? Yeah, for, for whatever stupid reason. Not saying it wouldn't be fun. It just makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> no, it
2: makes well, no sense. But God, there would There's some be other fun. things that didn't
0: make any sense There's, that we could talk about. Which one?
2: Like Lance Archer...
0: Well, the, sure. That whole
2: well, the, the whole Lance Archer thing,
0: yes, has made well, no sense.
2: Lance Archer doesn't of, make sense. Period. Well, Scorpio Sky is attacking people, and then
0: like, <laughs> and Ethan Page are attacking people. I mean, look, But this that... is this goes back to the eternal problem. They have a million bodies. They have so many bodies, and there is not enough for all of these people to do. It's the eternal issue of let's just throw another person into the mix and see what happens. It's. Th- there's the the answer is nothing. There's you can't make this work. The math doesn't work. You run out of things. I'm right now, I, I have no idea what your champion is supposed to be doing next. I guess it's more John Moxley because they just attacked like I guess that's the case, but like I, I, I don't I hate to feel very shrug about that. Like it seems like they should be moving on to something else at this point. This seems to be prolonged and still, for whatever reason, really about Don fucking Callis. For it feels
1: some... like they want to bury him. And when I say bury, I don't mean in the wrestling sense. Bury him with so many storylines that they don't have to defend the title. for. I like, yeah, mean, it's, it, it, feels, it's what it, it feels like. It really right? like, does they're...
0: feel that way, man. Like, it just... Aye, aye, aye. All right, I'm going to add a buddy of mine into our conversation here in one second. Um, is there anything else from AEW that we wanted to talk about? It's... Not overly. Okay. All right. Very good. Chris Rowling, can you hear my uh, my voice, man? I can. Hey, this is my buddy Chris Rowling from Great 8's Memorabilia, and he joins us now here on Jobbing oh, wow. Out. Chris, uh, let me introduce you to uh, Aaron Oster out in Vegas and Brandon from Ramshead Live. Live. Uh, unfortunately, AJ's on his uh, his world press tour this week because <laughs> um, he's getting ready for WWE's Most Wanted Treasures. So it's been a long time since we've had like any event locally related to professional wrestling that we could talk about at all. It has been a goddamn eternity since we've actually had a local <laughs> wrestling event that we could look forward to. And Chris, you're going a long way to try to change that, man. Uh, tell me about Celeb Fest. Tell me about how you got involved and the incredible lineup that you're bringing out to it.
3: Yeah. So, um, Glenn, as you know, I typically work with uh, baseball and uh, you know football guys and I've been a wrestling fan for a long time, and uh, IPO Sports Marketing put together this event called Baltimore Celeb Fest, and it was supposed to be maybe ten to fifteen wrestlers uh, coming in uh, to Benfield Sports Center on May fifteenth. And I reached out to um, to Velvet Sky, who uh, real good friend uh, through Jimmy Seafood, and she said I'm down. And then I just started getting like this bug, and uh, Angelina Love joined joined along for the beautiful people then brian cage and lance arger uh joined in uh we added Matt sidell and rich swan and then kiera hogan and diamante to form the uh, great eights stable for lack of better words but <laughs> yeah but it's going to be um 50 50 wrestlers there man uh, kevin nash headlining mark henry uh demolition rock and roll express tito santana uh Davey richards uh big Cass and enzo uh, it's, it's a pretty impressive lineup. Tickets are only 15 bucks, and the meet and greets are kind of uh, inexpensive as well. You can actually meet all eight of the grade eight stable for only 200 bucks. It's photo and autograph um, from all eight of them.
0: That's awesome. Man. By the way, um, I, I want to make a joke here about Kevin Nash, but I don't know if it's appropriate. But can you meet <laughs> Kevin Nash and also meet his detached quad? Is that an option in any way or or no, no, no additional money I can pay for that? <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah. It's a double meet and greet. So, yeah. <laughs> right. um, so
0: where, okay, uh, because I want to just talk, uh, shoot the S with you here in a second. Give me the details about where people can find out more about Celeb Fest and, and get their tickets, and this is coming up on May 15th.
3: Yeah, Saturday, May 15th from 11 until 3, uh, Benfield Sports Center, just uh, south of the airport down near Millersville. You can go to BaltimoreCelebFest.com. It's BaltimoreCelebFest.com. To get information about the Grade 8 stable, you can go to grade 8 memorabilia.com. That's where you'll find the VIP passes. But all the VIP passes and ticket information is there on Baltimorecelebfest.com.
0: By the way, most of that stable, former guests of Jobbing Out Show at some point. We're going to try to get a couple of them on again here before we get the Baltimore Celeb Fest on May 15th. Yeah. Yeah,
2: the real question, which
3: which 65-year-old is doing a Canadian Destroyer on the floor? Hmm. <laughs> well, see, was my thought, right? This is... You know, I knew I was looking at the lineup and it was like, old dude, old dude, old dude, old dude. I'm like, well, how can I compete against that? I don't know. I'll just get the two of the sexiest chicks ever in professional wrestling. And, And that's how the whole thing came together. So the fact that the beautiful people will be together, their podcast is off the hook. Not as good as your guys, but uh, you know
0: their podcast <laughs> is good. Eh, I actually might even agree that it's better. If I'm being honest,
3: I might <laughs> well, even agree sexier, that
0: it's better. Correct. Yeah, that. we do have the sexier podcast.
3: Yeah, now that I get the full frontal, what's going on here? Oh. Uh, it's definitely sexier. <laughs> you can
0: only imagine, and only imagine how moved you are by everything that's happening here. Yes. All right, uh, Chris, give me your reaction. We did a WrestleMania show on Monday just because we knew that we were going to get caught up this week. But give me your reaction. Give me your your your. your give me too good, too bad from you for the entire week?
3: You know, I really felt as if they were trying, Um, you know, which I really don't get too much from most WrestleManias. I think that they just go really big off of, uh, off of the names and the celebrities. The bad bunny match really impressed me. Um, I mean, I was, I I was really kind of caught off guard. I I went back and watched it again just because, and I really think it was because of the Miz and Morrison uh, doing their thing. Uh, I thought that Sasha and um, Bianca Blair, I thought that they, they should have a series because that was that was one of the best women matches that I've I've seen in in quite a while um, in WWE. Um, Bray Wyatt not winning, I, I'm still absolutely stumped by that. I, I don't know. He must didn't be having like opposite.
0: We, un- we didn't really talk about what happened yeah, on Monday either. We probably that. should talk about that for a minute. What happened on Monday and the fallout from that because I don't like it. It. I really thought they had a story to tell. They did not seem to have a story to tell come Monday night. They really just sort of seem like we're moving on. That's just all it is. We're just moving on.
2: And and this yeah. goes back to what I was saying about uh, about kind of the reaction. We we're talking about why the reaction exactly was the way it was. Is because this you know big blood feud, uh, more than a blood feud, a burning to death, sending you to hell feud, ended up being. Randy RKOing, rolling out of the ring, and then pretending that it never really happened, and that's ending it right there.
1: And, and then on Raw, he said they disappeared and they were on the show. <laughs> he was like, Alexa Bliss and The Fiend, they disappeared, and then they were on the show.
0: Well, not live, <laughs> but they were part of the show. Yes, correct. They clearly did not disappear, but in fairness. There, but I mean, th- that's
2: how the feud ends. That feud is over. I, that it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> it does seem that way. It really does seem that way. All right, Give me one more bad from WrestleMania for you, Chris.
3: I mean, probably the the Logan Paul um, angle. We didn't. Oh,
0: God, we didn't talk about that either on our show on Monday. I probably
3: could have done away with that completely. I have no clue why he was even there. And I forgot he was even there. I mean, until like the end of the match. But um, I don't like the guy anyway. So the fact that they added him, I was just like, oh, okay, it's WrestleMania. But um, it didn't make any sense to me. It, It didn't fit in any scenario whatsoever. I, I actually,
2: because of what you said, because he didn't get, wasn't involved in the match at all, because he didn't really do anything. He just took a stunner and actually took it pretty well, a lot better than <laughs> a lot of people. I was like, okay, I didn't need it. Yeah, for I, sure, dis- but I it disagree. Didn't me.
0: I think that it it really, I I could not. He, the attention that was driven towards him, hurt everything about that match for me. The attention that was put on Logan Paul, it became such a burden on. I'm getting Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. I'm getting the thing that I want to have happen 12 times at WrestleMania before we all die, right? Like, I'm getting that, and instead I'm so effing distracted by the presence of this, this nothing, this irrelevant nothing that exists in the match. I I thought so little of it, and I was willing to just sort of be like, hey, I I get it, this is how things work, And and Brandon, I know you made the point of like, Hey, it kind of worked with what Sammy was doing. It by the time we got to WrestleMania, it did not work for me. It was infuriating. It distracted. It made me unable to enjoy Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania.
3: Yeah, those guys, those guys beat the hell out of each other like they always do. I mean, that that was great. It's Kevin Owens and Sami
0: Zayn, man.
3: Yeah, I mean, that was just like this. They they do what they always do and um but that part there just it was not needed. I don't it's
0: just my opinion. I'm, I'm going to
1: slightly disagree a tick just because I think who Logan Paul is works so well with the douchebaggery of what Sami Zayn is trying to put across. And I think that um, that putting him in the ring for a stunner afterwards. And I, I actually I love that because I love to see people like, like I just <laughs> think back to when Kevin Owens put MGK through the stage. I mean, I'll never forget that. That's like one of my favorite things that Kevin Owens ever did, which is going to infuriate a lot of people because Kevin Owens puts on hell, like insane yeah. matches. Uh, you know, it was the backlash match, or the pay backlash, I'm sorry, yes. match show some respect. with Sami Zayn, which is one of
0: the greatest matches of Battle all yeah, time. The battleground. The battleground. 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 Yeah, like, well, battleground. whatever, random pay-per-view. No, no, no. <laughs> R- no this one was not a random show? pay-per-view. This is one of the greatest pay-per-views in WWE history, the battleground <laughs> that was in D.C. And I'm, it's <laughs> right. not a joke. It was the same night we got the th- the Shield triple threat. It's the oh, most insane right. story of all time that the, the one of the greatest pay-per-views of all time proved to be this Brat battleground in D.C. that one year. But it was facts. It was one of the greatest nights in the history of professional wrestling.
1: But anyway, my point remains, I I don't think it was needed. I agree with you all there, but I don't think they put so much emphasis on him that it should have.
0: Man, it really distracted me. I thought they
1: did a good job of being like, all right, go sit over there, let these guys do their thing and then get in the ring and get stunned at the end. I actually liked it. I think I know that a lot of my friends that are sort of on the younger side of the fandom really liked seeing Logan Paul get take a stunner. But I think the other problem is you have Bad Bunny on the show who was so significant and so good and deserved it. And it was opposed to the way that they used to do things with the Logan, like the Logan Paul thing was definitely along the lines
0: of it was forced.
1: the forced, annoying celebrity things that they always do.
0: And it was forced. So I will hear and, you there, and, but
1: I feel like it was done in a way that was okay
0: to the me. The build, the lead, the video package, all of it. When you, This really is, this goes to how long of a wrestling fan I've been. When I, The video package still matters to me the night of the pay-per-view. It still matters to me. And when the entire video package for a goddamn Kevin Owens-Sammy Zayn match was At about... Wrestle- correct at wrestlemania was about this stupid turd it just was it yeah it was it was entirely about them going to visit well the, it was
2: but but it was about it a was. documentary i was going to say to be fair when when granted you could have gone back but really this wasn't a we've been you know on and off forever for 10 12 15 years feud. this was a we're throwing this together in the last week we're just talking and, about conspiracy theories that was the whole feud which is the problem with putting this match on in this way in the first
0: place. You're doing but, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at yeah. WrestleMania. None of this is necessary. Well, None exactly, of it. Which is Just,
2: why you shouldn't have done it this way quite Correct. Briefly. Just
0: say it's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania next. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. move on to the next thing if you feel the need to involve jake paul and logan what the i can't even remember what the f i was gonna say
2: jake would have at least made more sense he had a pay-per-view to promote.
0: (laughs) i don't even know i got it i don't even know in what ways they're different i'm so and this is not me trying to shit on them they've made plenty of money they're very successful god bless them it's more about me being old and being completely out of touch and i have no idea what like i don't even know enough to hate these people when people tell me how much they hate them i'm like i don't I don't know them well enough to hate them. They're they're nothing to me. But I get yeah, it. They're like, they're very famous. It's like
3: almost like Baron Corbin level for me. Like it's like it's not like I dislike Baron Corbin or, or or hate him. I just don't care. And like Logan Paul was that. It's just in that video package. It was Kevin Owens versus Sammy Zayn. and Logan
0: Paul. Oh, it was so distracting was, to me. It man. was
3: so it, out there in your faces and. Um, I I just didn't like it at all.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. It bugged the ever-loving S out of me, which is a shame because this was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But thankfully, WrestleMania was largely quite good otherwise. By the way, I did get a message from uh, a listener named Drew earlier in the week who's a Seattle... He's a a Steve Miggs guy who um, wanted to yell at me about... um, Edge and Roman and Daniel Bryan, he was like, you were so wrong. It was epic and all the whole thing. And then he said, but I don't want you to stop yelling. <laughs> like, it's my, <laughs> sh- it's my favorite part of the show. No, I and feel I, the same way. And I, I, I
1: disagree with you, but I
0: and think I, you should still think that and, and continue. And on. I said back to him, well, you're going to be really disappointed. We just recorded our WrestleMania recap show, and it was actually quite pleasant and he literally said back i might never listen again (laughs) (laughs) we'll find something something i just don't have a lot to yell about right now i thought largely wrestlemania was quite good and so i don't have much to yell about i'm i'm largely pleased
2: there is one thing about wrestlemania we didn't talk about on monday that i think we have to bring up okay there is one person responsible for Biggie no longer having the oh, you want to blame title.
0: AJ for all of it, right? Yeah, you want to if blame. If AJ
2: just takes that Raw Underground job, yeah, right. Dabba Kato gets over and he doesn't show yeah, up as yeah. General. What what what's his name? I don't General know, I or did Commodore. Not, yeah, whatever. whatever it is. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. So if it's not for A AJ, AJ hates Biggie, is what this comes down to. Yeah, AJ is anti Biggie.
0: But that sets up a WrestleMania match next year, doesn't it? AJ versus go. Big E at Mania. And if
2: it's true, he will refuse
0: to go over Big E. Uh, it might very well be the case. It might very well be the case. All right, uh, Chris, remind everybody one more time about uh, CelebFest and Great Eights and how they get their
3: tickets. Yeah, absolutely, man. BaltimoreCelebFest.com is where all the action's at. Uh, tickets still there. Not very many left, so definitely jump in. All the VIP meet and greets are there. If you want to get the Great Eights uh, stable package with uh, the Murder Hawk Monster, Lance Archer, Machine, uh, Brian Kennedy, The Beautiful People, Matt Seidel, Rich Swan, Diamante, and Kiera Hogan. Go to GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. You get all eight of them, autographs and photos for only two hundred bucks. And that you can bring your kids. Take to put your kids in the picture too. You don't have to buy multiple tickets. I'll take care of you. Just come yes. hang out. And we're going to be supporting Jimmy's Famous Fund um, that day as well. we be giving away a PlayStation Five in our cornhole challenge, so come out and throw some cornhole and walk away with a PlayStation 5 Uh, just by stopping by and hanging
0: out. You haven't had – wrestling fans have not had anything to spend money on in in so long as far as local events and getting to come out and meet somebody. It's a great opportunity to do that for sure. And if you're a Baltimore sports fan, there's about 70 billion other signings going on that uh, Chris is involved with. Literally, my head spins when I try to plug and promote them all the time because it's something new every day. Great 8's memorabilia, just that's the best place to go find out more about them. Uh, we're gonna be hanging out at Looney's and Perry Hall on uh, the Thursday night of the NFL Draft with. Um, oh God, I've already forgot who's coming out and joining us. It's Gus, right?
3: Us. Yep. Gus. Yes, Gus Edwards.
0: Gus Edwards and the Baltimore that's Ravens. A free,
3: hey, that's a free event. Um, come on, hang out. We'll be give, doing tons of giveaways. Gus will be there, shaking hands, kissing babies. Well, maybe not kissing babies because of COVID, but yeah, um,
0: whatever the uh, the version of that is that we do now little, in 2021, little, no doubt. That's hey man, a, do
3: you ever do any Steeler autograph signings?
0: Oh shut! Get the f <laughs> out of here with that! Get the f out, man. Hey,
3: I really, I really did enjoy my time until just now. So yeah, right. <laughs>
0: hey, uh, all right. We had
3: to expose you to
0: Brandon. Yeah, right. Chris, uh, love you, brother. We'll be in touch, and we'll keep doing more to uh, promote what you're doing at Celeb Fest, man. In the coming weeks, always appreciate you, man. We'll talk real soon. All right.
3: Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it.
0: Chris Ruling, great, great eights memorabilia, great dude, love him. And again, um, coming up, Celeb Fest on, uh, on May 15th in Millersville, Maryland. And again, it has been so goddamn long since there's been any, and I get it, this is not, there's not going to be any actually wrestling going on at this event, but for wrestling fans in the area, finally, something to go do, something to attend. Something where you can meet people, get some pictures, get some autographs. That's coming up on May fifteenth, and hopefully, actual wrestling to follow in the the coming months after that. It's, Aaron, it always feels like you're jumping in, like you want to say something. This is the weird deal about your setup, is that we're yeah, like looking because the stew, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's no, a, I, I'm not jumping in. It's a right very now. weird setup that Aaron's working. Like, it looks like you're talking into a giant box. Like, it looks <laughs> it, like
2: it, it's my, it's my uh, screen. Like, the, I know, the but like, we don't, echo. we don't
0: see the microphone. We don't. You see, don't like, see how I we know. see it. Like, yeah. it's just no.
2: I, I, I can see the camera. I, I, get it. It's
0: a very, very weird look. All right, anything else we needed to cover this week? I I'm, like
2: trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to go through. Yeah, I was just going to try. What, what? I, I am curious. Like. I... I Actually, we covered it earlier. I was going to say, like, it doesn't feel like there's a natural thing for Roman at uh, the next, you know, back- pay backlash or whatever, but no, it probably just is Edge or Daniel Bryan because we covered
0: that. Well, I mean I didn't know about all the other stuff, and so I do think the Edge that just doing a Roman-Edge match is the most logical thing at this point. If, if they're trying to tell some story, sort of story about how the match ended, then just go ahead and do that. I always assumed it was going to Edge versus Daniel Bryan here, but that would make more sense to just spin around and do Roman versus Edge. And you know, to everybody else's point that we just think that Roman needs to hold the title for a little while longer, then then sure, keep having him kick Edge's ass, and it's it's fine. That's a fine way to use Edge to just get his ass kicked. That's 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 quite all right. It's far better than a world in which he was going to become champion at some point. So I'm I'm on board with that. I'm I'm okay with it. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's not. I still I have the opinions that I have about what WrestleMania should have been. It wasn't. It's what it is. Moving forward, this is a good thing to buy you some time until you get to the whatever this ends up being to dethrone Roman Reigns at some point. It's...
2: And and the we don't really have to get too worked up over anything for the next two months because, as we know, you know nothing matters between Mania and Money in the Bank.
0: Well, yeah, that's a fact. Um, and Money in the Bank matters in a different way, right? Like it, it doesn't matter because we think that's where we're gonna be you're gonna crown a new champion. It matters because you're gonna oh, no, get... it can be. It can yeah, be, absolutely. 100%. No doubt about that. All right. Um, ooh, you know what? I'm going to start with Brandon this time because you have things to plug.
1: Yeah, so we just announced a Tech 9 show at Ramshead Live on November 14th. Uh, so we're slowly getting, you know, some shows rolling out there. We feel pretty confident that we're going to be able to do these shows in the fall and you know, not just Ramshead Live, but you know, pay attention to all the local venues. Uh, even people I compete with, like Baltimore Soundstage, the Wrecker is back, and Towson uh, Auto Bar will get rolling soon. Uh, you know, you Pavilion. All the uh, this is a time where the live music community is just happy for everyone yep. to get back to work. We're not, you know, necessarily playing the super competitive barbing right now, so. Uh, go support everyone. Uh, check out everyone's calendar. Buy tickets to shows that you like, and uh, I think you can feel pretty confident those shows will happen. So right now, uh, you know, I think I mentioned last week, Little TJ went on sale, and that's October first. And Tech Nine goes on sale to. Uh, well, by by the time you when when are we posting the
0: show? Uh, tonight, today, some point. Yeah. Okay.
1: So Friday the sixteenth, tomorrow at ten a.m. Those tickets go on sale. So two shows, much more to come, and uh, RamsheadLive dot is where you can get all your tickets.
0: Little TJ, who apparently is not Tori Smith's son, and I'm still really confused about the whole deal. I I I don't know who that <laughs> is. All right, uh, Aaron uh, Vieson.
2: Of course check out com, and I'm going to tell you this the NFL draft is for sports bettors is probably the one chance you have to actually get over on the sports books I've talked to enough bookmakers you know that like that's the one event they generally lose money on every year we're covering it very Constantly on VSon.com. so check it out, VSon.com. You can mm. watch all our shows, listen mm. on iHeartMedia, and uh, you can subscribe and get the points player weekly with lots of uh, NFL draft stuff.
0: All right. At Brandon Linton, at the a uh, Of course, at AJ Francis 410 And Sunday night, 10 o'clock, WWE's Most Wanted Treasures on A&E. Make sure you're tuned in. Do Yay. not be a shitty friend. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, glennclarkradio.com. Thanks again to my buddy Chris Ruling from Great Eights Memorabilia. And looking forward to Celeb Fest in May for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben, jobbing out. Jobbing out! No? Okay, okay. Nobody. Nobody's prepared for the moment. Fuck you guys for not having something prepared.
2: <laughs> Brandon looked like he had something. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know.